Welcome to Making Fit Work. I'm your host, Nina McGough, certified personal trainer and nutrition coach and busy mom of two. I'm committed to helping you get real results by sharing best practices and life hacks to staying consistent. I also regularly interview other busy professionals who have mastered the ability to juggle it all while staying the course with their health and fitness. Let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Making Fit Work. I am your host, Nina McGough, and today I am here with Lucy Wicker. Lucy is a commercial photographer who specializes in working with fitness, lifestyle, and active brands. She's been in the fields for over 10 years and has worked with businesses in all areas of fitness, health, and wellness, from personal trainers to gyms and studios to active wear companies. She especially enjoys working with brands who are interested in leveling up their business and needs photos to reflect that change. Lucy's also a mom, an entrepreneur, and today she is going to share with us her evolution in the industry and how she makes fit work regularly. Thank you, Lucy, so much for being here with us today. Hi, thank you for having me. Absolutely. So how did we even connect? I feel like I found you years and years ago through other fitness professionals who were kind of leveling up their personal brands and using you as their go-to photographer. And then when I started kind of really branching out on my own, I was like, I need her. I need her. I think you were uh, sort of maybe, I know your kids are really young, so I think you were starting to sort of build up your business since they were getting Mm -hmm. a little older. And um, as you know, I will always remember that shoot because you um, really wanted to highlight the fact that you were a mom and you, you know, were making, making time and making fit work and you brought your kids. Yep the photo shoot for some of the photos and that, well some of my favorite photos that was my favorite by far favorite shoot ever um and I didn't even really at the time think about like oh yes I definitely want them in pictures I was just kind of like let's all go together as a family and then I was like of course I need them in pictures like and you were so nice to accommodate that so they are still I mean I have one of those pictures framed up in my gym area at home I just I, I just love the way they came out. But wanted to have you on the podcast today because I feel like just overall as an entrepreneur yourself, as a mom, we all know how it can be hard to prioritize ourselves. So wanted you to share kind of your experience with us. So if you wouldn't mind, let's go back before kids. <laughs> When did exercise and fitness first become a part of your life? Um, well, high school. Okay. Um, or even, I guess, earlier than that, I did gymnastics. And then in high school, I ran track. And then when I went to college and I didn't have the exercise happening automatically, regularly, I mm. started using our gym. We had an amazing gym at my school. And um, I just found a just taking advantage of everything my school had. Um, and that was really fun. And then when I was out in the real world for a couple of years, I stopped, you know, I wasn't doing anything regular. I was just having fun. And then, um, I remember when I got my first apartment, I joined a gym and, um, I started getting back into it. And I feel like for years I was 
I was exercising, but I didn't really maybe know what I was doing. I didn't have any real goals. I mean, I, I probably just had like lofty, oh, I want to lose weight goals, but like no real direction right. with that. And um, when you say you were exercising kind of like at the gym in college and after college, were you doing weight training? Were you running because that's what you had a history with? What were some of the things that you were dabbling around with? Um, I was always running, even though I didn't love it, but I kind of thought like, oh, I, did, I, I have to. This is just what people do. Um, <laughs> right. And then um, I was using, you know, ellipticals and I was weight training. But again, I like looking back on it, I'm like, I didn't know what I was doing. Right. You no, know, I didn't really know the science behind anything. I was just sort of like trying things, um, which I guess is fine. Um, I would do group classes. I always liked group classes. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't until I was in my, I guess, late 20s where I, I got more serious. And that also kind of coincided with me starting my business and starting to work with fitness professionals. So it was a great intersection. Yeah. So how did that happen? So you started your photography business. Did you know right off the bat that you wanted to mainly specialize in fitness professionals or was it kind of your background with exercise that drew you to that? Like, No, I think it was timing, honestly. I was doing a certificate program at BU at Boston University and um, we were doing environmental portraiture. And I, mm -hmm. for some reason, just had this vision. I was like, I want to do somebody like doing yoga on a beach at sunset, you know, just something very picturesque. Um, and I got in touch with um, a Pilates instructor whose classes I had taken. And I, I told her my idea and she loved it. And she had just left corporate America to teach full time. And um, we went to the beach and we did this beautiful shoot at sunset. And we both just like totally had a blast. And I think it was because again, with timing, she was just starting her business. So everybody was like, oh, your photos are great. You know, who did your photos? It was very word of mouth. Um, at the same time, this was 2011, um, the fitness scene in Boston was really taking off. Like, oh, um, yeah. That was when boutique fitness was becoming a thing and people were opening studios left and right. And um, instructors were also really um, doing more for themselves and their businesses. So the timing right. was excellent because it was like all of a sudden people needed photos and then a lot of people knew Jen and therefore found me and it was, it just went from there and I loved it. I loved how um, these people, it was like less superficial to me. It was yeah. like people wanted to help people get in shape and look their best and feel their best. It wasn't just like, you know, like fashion right models. like it was right. sort of like it, it had a deeper purpose I thought like people were trying to help each other so that was Aww. that was what drew me to it initially. yeah I love that so how did you were because how long ago was that Lucy that was 2011 2011 so how has your your personal exercise fitness journey evolved since then well that was kind of fantastic for me fitness wise because all of a sudden I had all these you know clients or people I was meeting and then I would try out their classes or wherever they were popping up and I was living in the city at the time 
And so I could, I could be everywhere. And for me, it was also like a networking opportunity. So I would go to these classes, I would talk to these teachers, I would get out there and it was great professionally, but also I was trying a million different things, you know, Zumba, I was trying Pilates, yoga, whatever, like, honestly, whatever anyone was teaching, I was there and I was psyched to try it. And I think having that um, diversity in my workouts too, I was it kept me interested. It kept me yeah. Thinking. Did it help you kind of start to carve out a little bit of like, wow, I really like this or like I can see myself doing more yoga or or did you just kind of love it all? Um, I loved it all. I um, At one point I was doing um, a lot of Zumba. I loved um, that kind of movement and cardio as opposed to just, you know, like – running around I I, was I still running I would like go back and forth from running but I was doing these fitness classes regularly um I'm trying to think what else I used to do I mean honestly I no I was like it was sort of whatever was going on that day I was there yeah that's awesome so then since then Give us a little bit of a download on how things have changed in general, right? I'm sure that like your business is booming. I know you're a mama now. Like how did things start to evolve and change for you over time? Um, professionally well, uh, fitness wise, not as well. I So we moved to south of Boston to Cohasset where we live now. And I, one of the things I loved about this community is a super active community. Like people are always outdoors, running, walking. In Cohasset or Boston? In Cohasset. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Um, doing stuff on the water. Like, uh, so like that, that remained, which is nice. Um, but I did find being a mom um, really threw a wrench um, <laughs> in doing anything regularly. I think with my, my first daughter – it was okay. I was, I was making time. I was doing like mommy and me classes. I did like mommy and me swim classes, stroller workouts. Um, and that was good. And then I think just in the last couple of years with having a second and COVID and like just (laughs) my world changing and the world changing. Right. How Um, old is your second? How old is she? Mm -hmm. Uh, She turned three in March. Oh, Okay. So she's still pretty little. She's yeah. still with me a lot. Um, and yeah, getting any kind of routine has has changed. Yeah. It's more of a so challenge. How, so how did that evolve for you? Like anything in particular that you felt like was helpful um, during those like – because they're still so little. During this like little time with them where they're small and they have to be with you a lot, like – what have what's changed in terms of like what have you been drawn to now? Um, well, one of the things I know you talk about this a lot, but fortunately, I've had other people, other fitness people I follow talk about it too. Is um, women my age? Um, what we should sort of be focusing on is uh, walking and lifting. Yeah, and I like if you had told me that ten years ago, I would have oh, been I like. Know boring I want to you know dance for an hour like I I feel like now somebody telling me like just go for a walk for half an hour and then um you know lift weights I'm like oh that sounds great that sounds really relaxing and that sounds 
totally doable. And Right. Um, I know. I mean, same here, right? Like years ago, if someone had said, you should be walking in between workouts, I would be like, meh, <laughs> that sounds boring. Like, I'm not sweating. Why would I do that? <laughs> yes. And especially as, well, not so much now, but if you told me even like five years ago, I'm like, I'm a former runner or I am a runner. Like, I, Why would I go for a walk? Yeah. Or even just like a run walk, like mm-hmm. walking in between runs. I'm like, oh, no, that's not. I'm, I'm better than that. And now I'm like, no, that's my body actually needs something yeah. different than it used to. So do you take your kids with you during your workouts now? And when you try to get them in, like, what does that look like for you as a mom of two little girls? Um, ideally, yes. Uh, the three-year-old can still go in a stroller and is happy to. And I live in a very hilly area. So it's it's not, um, it, it like even just walking, it's a you can work up a sweat. It's a pretty rigorous walk. Yeah. Um, and then um, I actually found a gym recently through a client that's in my neighborhood, and I didn't realize this. They have babysitting hours. Awesome. So I've done that a couple of times. There was one day where I really wanted to fit in some exercise, and it was pouring. And instead of getting grumpy about it, I was like, oh, we'll try out that gym and do five-hour yeah. babysitting. And she was thrilled, and I, and I was thrilled, and I got it in. Yeah. I have to say that was actually huge for me during my time when the boys were little. So when they were really little and we lived in Framingham still, um, I did not work at a gym that did not have a like kids club or babysitting. Like I didn't work or I didn't work out at a gym that didn't have that because that wasn't an option. Like my kids were only in daycare part-time. So that meant they were with me all of the, you know, all of the other time. And I'm like, well, if this is going to be a regular thing. And to be honest, like because I did that with them so young, it was never an issue. They loved going. They would just go and play. I actually remember during that time that a lot of the uh, like college kids and the high school kids that worked in the babysitting club became sitters for us personally at home, you know, for extra money because my kids connected with them so well. And that was huge, huge, huge. I actually can't imagine being a young mom and not having that as like just a way. It was just nice knowing that I could drop them off and get that alone time rather than always feeling like every single workout had to be with them like by my side at home. That was that was a game changer for me for sure as a young mom or yeah. younger mom. I don't like to say young mom. That makes me sound like I'm old. <laughs> yeah, no, I uh, there are some some studios around here that I I want to try and I want to go to more regularly, but I'm just I feel like I'm just going to have to wait until a different phase of life because even if I wait till the evening when my husband can be with them it's like not a time I'm I want to work out you know I feel like when I want to work out has also changed right yeah so let's talk about that when you were younger did you find or I shouldn't say younger before kids (laughs) did you find that you would easily work out in the evening versus now um yeah I would do, you know, I would do a class after dinner or I would go to the gym in the evening. Um, and now even if I tell myself I want to do that, I'm a lot of times just exhausted. Oh, absolutely. Um, I actually remember before kids, there was a, um, there's still a triathlon in my town. Um, 
And every year I'm like, oh, I'm going to do it again this year. But I was training for it the year before I had kids. And I would get up early and go for like early bike rides. Um, and now I, I could technically still do that. But I just haven't yet. haven't done that like early morning before everybody wakes up thing. I feel like yeah. the one day I would plan that would be like the one day somebody woke up super early for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's hard to plan that stuff when your kids are in that little, little phase, still that toddler phase. Um, also, so it's how you sleep the night before too. Like right. Yeah, you definitely ha- – I mean, I've mentioned this a lot. Like, if you're going to wake up early for workouts, you definitely have to plan on getting to bed early. Yeah. Like, you can't plan on going to bed at the same normal time and then just kind of <laughs> pushing yourself through and waking up early and then having the full energy to want to even do a workout at that time. Or doing something in the middle of the night, like dealing with something in the middle of the night. You have to like – like, even today, I, was, yeah. I woke up and I was like, I slept the whole night. Wow, that felt good. <laughs> yeah. Wow, I might be productive today. <laughs> that is one thing I feel like as a uh, as a parent, maybe – I don't know if I did this before kids, but I really – try to prioritize sleep like I feel like there's so many things that moms you know it's like oh you got to do this you got to do that and people sort of pick and choose what they prioritize I prioritize sleep I cannot function if I'm like like I will not work out or work on my business till like one or two o'clock in the morning it's not an option for me yeah Uh, till the next day and go to bed at a decent hour same here I actually remember when I think it was my second clients would be like, oh my God, you don't even look tired. You look so like refreshed. And I was on like no sleep. But like looking back, I think you kind of just have to get through that phase, right? Like there's no if, ands, or buts about it. So you just kind of power through it, right? Like you know you're going to be sleep deprived. You just kind of have to make it work. Now I could never function on that type of sleep. Like it's just not in me anymore. <laughs> like I'm not in those phases of life. Now, I mean, if I get less than like eight hours, I'm like, oh my God, I need an extra large coffee to function today. Like, so I just, you know, I think sometimes you're just in certain phases of life that you just know you kind of have to go and power through and fake it till you make it. And then there's other times where you're like, no, this is real life and I need sleep. <laughs> yeah. And that's how that's what makes me feel better. That's what allows me to get in a workout the next day. That's what allows me to get be super productive and get all my business stuff done. But don't you love I mean, maybe this isn't new for you, but I feel like there there's so many people I know who are like prioritizing these quickie workouts that's sort of like mm-hmm. I think it used to be sort of like it's better than nothing, but now it's like, no, your body actually only needs this little quickie workout for you to feel better and you know make it'll make a difference in your day yeah absolutely like what I've noticed about myself probably over the last several months is when I'm not moving even if it's a whether it's a quit I mean I really don't work out longer than if I do a 45 minute workout I'm like wow look I had so much time today (laughs) um so for me whether it's a 15 minute or like a 30 minute I feel so much better getting that movement in than if I just skipped it altogether. Not even – and it's not about like, oh, you know, getting some calorie burn is better than no calorie burn. It's just truly like 
I feel better when I move my body in that very particular way than just not doing anything at all, right? Like whether it's body weight stuff or like a vigorous walk or jumping on the bike for 10 or 15 minutes, like I always feel better getting some functional exercise in than doing nothing at all. Yeah, same. I did a little um, a little challenge last week that one of my clients was doing and she gave like five exercises and they, they didn't take very long, but one of them was like 20 tricep dips and I was like, okay, that's right. hard for me. But it was good, you know, like even after doing those five exercises, I felt better. I noticed right. an improvement after a couple of days, like they weren't quite as hard as they were the first couple of days. So it's like even little, little, little things like that, I still felt accomplished. Well, and I feel like those little things, It, I'm saying little, right, like the quotations, but those little things I think in the long run is what help people stay consistent through different phases of their lives, right? Like your business is booming. You are super busy. You're still, you've got little kids. Like if you didn't do the little things, do you feel like you would have more, I guess, this feeling of being like off track versus on track? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah you would feel like you're falling off completely. Yeah, totally. I mean, again, on days where you're super busy, you can do those five exercises. Whereas back in the day, if you said do these five exercises, I would have been like, okay, great. How many times? For how long? Right. Like now it's just like, just get it in, get in when you can and you'll feel accomplished and notice a difference physically. Physically, you notice a difference too. Yeah. So – Lucy, let's talk a little bit. I know we're pivoting a little bit, but let's talk a little bit about your business because you dropped me like a little surprise on your email that you're with your summer sessions. I was like, oh my God, I got like, I got to tell everybody about this. Um, I know I'm mentioning kind of who you focus on specifically, but with the summertime, Let's talk about these summer sessions you're doing and like the pop-up that I still have to register my spot for. I hope that you still have some spots available. Uh, the Nantucket one? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Come I got to go over. on after this and do it because I'm like, I love these pop-up sessions. Actually, before we get into that, let's do a quick download on, I know you're saying you do little challenges, quick workouts. What is what is your biggest piece of advice for the other moms out there who are working hard on their business. Do you have people who work for you, Lucy? No. You're doing it all. Not yet. <laughs> You're doing it all. Yeah. The social media, the email marketing, the actual photos, the editing. That's a lot. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and um, you you do a lot of them in the city too, right? Yep. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And you're doing pop-up shoots like this one that I'm going to talk about coming up in Nantucket and some of the summer sessions you do, you go on-site to people's places? Yes. Yep. I am all over the place. I know. So that's a lot. What would be your biggest piece of advice to another mom, another solo entrepreneur who is like, oh my God, I'm doing all the work stuff and I've got my kids and I'm still trying to make time to feel my best? Um, my favorite piece of advice is 
one that I really started taking this year, um, really in the last year, but definitely in 2022, is to um, really build up your community. And I don't mean clients. I mean peers. I mean other people who are who are small business owners or people in your area or, I mean, real, just like find, find your tribe. Um, because you know, you say like, Oh, do you do this all yourself? And I say, yes, but I rely very heavily on, um, people for feedback and advice. And, um, I love that. Yeah. I mean, I am alone, but not in that aspect. Do you find that the people in your tribe um, are women who have similar journeys to yours or maybe have been in your spot before and now they're kind of acting as like little mentor to you? Like how did how did you personally find your tribe? Um, I would say all of the above. Um, I, like, social media definitely directed me towards some, like just seeing – um, what other people are doing, other clients, seeing where they hang out, like also where my ideal client hangs out. But um, just I would say social media, and that has led to um, relationships with women online who I've never even met in person, or um, but also meeting up with people in person, local meetings, um, virtual meetings. Um, I, I guess a lot of them are in my area, but they don't have to be. Um, all different backgrounds. It doesn't, yeah. Doesn't, it, all different size businesses, not just like other solo photographers. Yeah, yeah. I love that. I actually was just thinking about this. I posted about this this morning a little bit. There was so much more I wanted to say about it, but it was essentially how so many of us when we're going through a fitness journey, whatever we're struggling with, whether it's like being consistent or eating well or weight loss or whatever, we always feel like we're alone, right? Like I'm the only one who struggles with this. I'm the only one who can't get it together. I'm the only one and it's like, oh, that's so not true. There are so many people out there and you kind of have to just find your tribe, whether it's because you hire a coach or a trainer or whatever, or literally find and be the person who starts to build your own little community. As long as everybody is sort of on the same page and like-minded, right? Like, whether it's because there are other entrepreneurs in different industries or just other moms or whatever, but like finding people who you feel connected to about staying active, doing fitness things, being on a journey together. I think that's huge. Right. And it's, it's helpful professionally. They can give you advice, but then they're also your cheerleaders. They're the mm -hmm. ones who are going to shout you out if anybody they come across asks you for help and they'll say, oh, I can't help you, but, you know, yes, so-and-so can. It's all the, all the good things about community. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Um, all right. So let's talk about your summer sessions because I am so excited to share this with people. Um, hopefully there's – I'm going to be sharing this with, like, all my fit friends because I was like, what? That's awesome. So tell us a little bit about it. Before we get into all the details, Lucy is offering, and I want to make sure I get it right, 15% off a summer session, right, with you? Yeah. A photography session. That is amazing because 
Lucy is the best. I mean, and I'm not just saying that, Lucy, because you're on here. I literally, and you, I don't know if you even remember. I know we've only done two shoots together, but like every single time I'm like, I hate doing this. I'm so awkward. (laughs) (laughs) I can't take good pictures. Ah, cheese, smile. Like how awkward do I look? And you always make me feel so comfortable. And then in the end, I'm like literally opening your images like, oh, how are these going to look? Are there going to be like any good ones at all? And then I'm like, and I love them. And I love them all. And that's a big deal. Thank you for making me feel like that. Oh, thank you for telling. I, I have found a common thread in my clients that I look at you, you and other clients. And I'm just like, these women are amazing. Like they look amazing. They're doing amazing things. And they all say exactly what you just said. Yeah. It makes me like, I don't know if you can see on the video, but it makes me teary eyed because I'm like, (laughs) I feel so awkward and self-conscious. Which I don't understand because that's not how I see you. And that's not how I see a lot of my clients, but they all seem to say the same thing. And it's like, you guys are doing so much good for your clients, but you're just not feeling the same way about yourself. So I Yeah. I and I think some of it is just being like so like on the spot, right? Like you're right. on the spot. There's a camera on you and I'm like, eh, <laughs> what do I do? I think this is something only models do. Like <laughs> Right. You know, at least that's how I feel. Yeah. And I, I would say like, I mean, 90, 95% of the people I work with are not models and probably feel the same way you do. And, um, you know, I just really try to calm, calm those fears. And you do like such a good job. (laughs) Honestly, like, I don't feel like when you're making me, you know, feel comfortable during a shoot, I don't feel like you're saying things just to say them. Like, it really does come across as genuine, which I think is what helps calm the nerves so that the pictures do come out feeling and looking natural, right? Like I don't end up looking at the pictures and going, oh God, I look so awkward there or if that makes sense. Yes, for sure. Yeah. So let's talk about the summer sessions. What's included? Give me – because I was looking at it and I was like, oh, I'm just going to have to ask her because there's like so much here. Um, So I just love – um, I think the past the past year or so, I've been doing a lot of indoor shoots, which I love too. I love shooting mm-hmm. against a white or black background or right. in somebody's, um, you know, business or space. But I don't know, just this time of year is so, it's, I mean, it's inspiring for everyone to be outside, but especially right. as a photographer, you're just like, oh my God, this light, this location. Um, we live, I live in such a beautiful part of the world. You and I live in such a beautiful part of the world. Gorgeous. And I'm like, I, I just want to be outside, like taking photos and, um, you know, you can do so much right now. And I figured a lot of times a year, especially in our area, you, you can't. So I'm like, we need to get outside and get these amazing photos now that people can just use all year yeah. round. Absolutely. Um, it's just sort of like a library of images to choose from when, you know, it's freezing rain and you want to post something and you have no imagery. Um, so I am all about, a lot of my clients are really just looking for um, on-brand content right now, like stuff mm-hmm. that conveys their message, um, that fits, you know, their look and their style. And I, I want to... Yeah, just basically give you a library of photos that are on brand for you that you can use whenever you need. 
Yeah, that's awesome. So if you get in touch with Lucy, which I am going to put all your contact info in the show notes, and is the best way to get in touch with you via email? Yeah, email, phone, DM. Instagram, any of that stuff. Okay, so I'll be putting all of those links in the show notes. But if you mention this podcast episode, Lucy is going to give you 15% off a summer session. 15% off. That is amazing. So thank you so much for that. That is so awesome. Again, just mentioned that you heard this episode of Making Fit Work and Lucy's going to honor that for you. And I appreciate you being here so much and sharing your journey. I know that doing all the things is hard and making yourself a priority sometimes feels like I don't know, at one time for me, I know it felt almost like selfish, right? When you're so busy with work and you're so busy with kids, you're like, oh my God, am I being selfish? Like demanding to have this a little bit of time for myself. I don't know if you ever dealt with that at all. Oh yeah, pretty much every day. (laughs) (laughs) Is this okay that I'm doing this for myself? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. If you're listening to this, whether you're a mom in any stage of life, you plan on being a mom, or even if you're not a mom and you're just thinking about the other priorities in your life, it's like, yes, it is okay. And taking that time is such an important part of self-care, mental health, all of that stuff. Um, It's funny. I don't feel bad about it anymore. I used to. I used to have major mom guilt. Like, major stuff that was really like, I'm the worst mom ever. Like here I am thinking that my workout should be a priority in the day. Like, and I think obviously as my kids have gotten older and my husband is like absolutely my number one cheerleader, the conversation around working out in our house is not this like, I'd like to get a workout in conversation. It's like, this is what we do. This is what I do. Dad has his thing that keeps him active that he likes to do. And we kind of all, and I know your kids are still little, but now that my kids are 10 and almost seven, we kind of all cheer each other on over it. And it's become part of the conversation, which I really, really love. Actually, I'm, I, joined, <laughs> I joined a volleyball rec league that starts today which I'm so nervous about because I've literally never played volleyball. (laughs) But I just wanted it to do something fun, right? Like outside of like just lifting weights and something active and fun. And it dawned on me this morning how we make it such a regular part of our conversation in this household that like my little guy before he left for camp today was like, I hope you win your game today, mama. Like, (laughs) you know, (laughs) Like, I hope you do good. And like, and I think that's great that it's such a part of the conversation, just staying active and exercise, that it's not like my thing is taking away from their thing, right? Like, it's just something we do. And that, like, now at their age, they realize that it's just important for everyone to be fit, active, healthy. So I don't know. That's just kind of another thing I'm throwing out there to people no matter where they are in their journey uh, with kids or spouses and just like other 
people in their lives, like when you talk about it more often as something that you just do because you enjoy it and think it's important to prior- prioritize yourself a little bit, it it becomes easier. It really does. It does get easier. So um, thank you again so much for being here, Lucy. Uh, again, just a reminder to everybody, those summer sessions are 15% off if you mention this podcast, and I am going to be dropping all of your links and contact info in the show notes. Thank you. All right. I am going to see you soon next month because I'm going to jump online and book my Nantucket session. Woohoo! <laughs> yeah, that's exciting. I was like, this is great. Like, I'm going to ask my husband and kids to come. We'll make a day of it later afterwards and... That sounds awesome. Can't wait. I'll see you then. (laughs) All right. Bye. All right, you guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Making Fit Work. If you did, it would mean so much to me if you took a minute to rate and review it on Apple Podcasts. It really does make a difference and would be super helpful to me. Also, if you have any topic suggestions, if there's something in particular you'd love for me to address on this podcast feel free to shoot me a message. I would absolutely love to hear from you. You can shoot me a DM on Facebook or Instagram and find me at fitwith underscore Nina. Again, you can find me at fitwith underscore Nina. Or you can join my private community on Facebook called Making Fit Work and drop your topic suggestions in there. Until next time, my friends, be strong, be healthy, be happy.